Right? Yeah. Or what did, what did she say? Happier or something? Yeah. Sound happier? Sound happier. <laughs> I've been telling you that since episode one. <laughs> Welcome to Our Film Fathers Podcast, the definitive podcast about fatherhood, film, and fatherhood and film. This is Jelani, and with me as always are a biology teacher and conspiracy Santa, Martin and Brady. I'm not going to sit in the helo and listen to my daughter get eaten. Sorry, I'm still your dad. I didn't recognize you. Must have been that metrosexual scruffle you got there. I mean, grow a beard or don't. This week, we return to Dads in Action with a recent release, The Tomorrow War starring Chris Pratt. We couldn't let the 4th of July holiday pass without trying to experience a summer blockbuster. So what do you think, fellas? Was this latest alien invasion movie up to par with Independence Day? Uh, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it, too. I'd say it's, it's not going to probably be revered as much as the Independence Day. It, yeah, as, I mean, that movie was huge. Has. And, right, and what it is, and people like kind of look at that as the, a July 4th movie kind yeah. of uh, appointment viewing, so to right, speak. Right. But... Uh, yeah, I I saw this really didn't get wasn't well reviewed, or it didn't wasn't well received. It didn't sound like or seem like out of the gate. I I thought it was entertaining. Yeah, I th- I think it's a worthy you know summer movie. But yeah, it doesn't. There's something maybe it, it's just because you don't see as many of the. There's just such the buildup that back in the day, you know, twenty yeah. years ago, thirty years ago, where you were just hyped up for Independence Day and every other like summer blockbuster. And this just, I, I feel like I saw a, the first promo for it a day before, and it was like on my phone, you know. So you don't see the the big preview, and you don't get that anticipation for it. Where I feel like maybe if I had a few more weeks or something into it, I might have been might have gotten more hyped and into yeah. it. I, I think, just didn't have that. I think you're you got something there with. You know, because remember when Independence Day came out and the, like the teaser trailer was just like the shadow coming over the globe and then it yeah. just said ID4 and there's yeah. like July 3rd. So I think that's a huge part of it. I think it's the way we get our exposure to like new movies. Like there's banners all over everything like IMDb, Amazon, everything you go to. So you get that that type of hype, I guess, so to speak, but you don't get trailers like and, and Johnny, you and I, you know as well as anyone. I'm I'm a huge fan of trailers. Yeah. I mean, I've sat and watched trailers for like hours before. I'm because I'm cool. Uh, <laughs> I'm split on trailers. Like I I I do enjoy them when I watch them, but then I I oftentimes like want to go in completely blind and blank. So I, I it's that constant war for me. But I think that's the battle of where back in the day you'd get you'd see that trailer before a couple different movies or commercials. Yeah, and like and you couldn't get away from. You don't it, get so. that with tomorrow work because most people don't watch. Or maybe it's because I don't watch. I don't get the. I'm not seeing trailers on TV right. for this movie. I mean, I, I literally saw it on TikTok. <laughs> is where I saw the promo. So it's like I believe it. it's just a weird. Yeah, it's a weird. Uh, so it's just a different different time. I mean, sure. That's what, that's what I'm. I'm so I think at. that's part of it, though. Like yeah. you can't. Back in the day, you couldn't escape it. So yeah. it's like if you were just watching anything, whether it was TV or movies, you were getting a trailer shoved in your face, and so I was like, okay, I'm hyped. I'm for it. This was like, oh yeah, I heard there's a new movie coming out. Yeah. You might you saw a trailer on TikTok, or you yeah. see a banner on IMDb, or you see an ad on Amazon when you're you know you're buying something. It's like, oh, so I know it's out there, and I saw it on you know my Chromecast. It was like loud and proud on the home screen. So you know it, it, it's gettable, but you just don't have it where you're it's getting fed to you while watching, and so you're getting. I don't know. I think the trailer is just a different medium that yeah. has had a bigger bigger impact to get you excited about a movie. Yeah. yeah. 
The other thing is that when you have so many movies coming out, you know, Netflix is releasing a new movie every week. Yeah. And then you have HBO releasing new movies. Like, they just had a new movie come out. Then I was like, oh, I really want to see that. But then, you know, things happen. It's the 4th of July weekend. I'm not sitting in front of the TV watching movies. So, you know, that one's going to fall off the wayside. And then I'll eventually come back to it. But, uh, you know, same with this one. I was like, okay, it's here. I'll catch up. I'll see it when I see it. But then, you know, something else is going to pop up next week. And something else is going to come up the yeah. week after that. So, you know, we get... We're almost flooded with so much that, you know, it's nothing is, you know, it's not that tentpole event. It's not like, okay, everybody has to see this because there's nothing else yet coming. And then the next thing that does, like, again, when Will Smith came out, he had one summer blockbuster. R.I.P. You just want to make sure he gets a good night's sleep? I don't get it. Well, I don't know. In the movie, they said he was dead. Oh. (laughs) <laughs> that's right. I said I wish Will Smith was alive to see this. Sorry, I thought that was going to be picked up easily. No, you're by right. Both of uh, you. that's, that's that's how good that sorry. joke was the right first over, time right uh, over my head. Good, yeah, good. And call. it was your good boy call. who said it too. Yeah, sorry guys. Uh, real life, he's not dead. <laughs> we were like, what did I miss? Something? Yeah, you guys were both like completely blank. I'm like, oh my gosh, I Donner can't and Will Smith. You and... both did just watch this, right? Okay, yes, like, yeah. To be fair, it was a few. It was uh, last week. <laughs> Lots goes on in, be- no, in between. No, 100%. The two. I just thought that was uh, apt timing. But yeah, no. that was good. Sorry. Sorry to derail a uh, conversation with a, apparently know. a bad joke. <laughs> don't know where to go with that. Do you, think, do you guys think this would have done well in if it had opened in the theater? Like, Do you think it would compete with, with F9? I don't know if it's going to compete with F9 just because that's probably not the fair benchmark. But I think there's a good chance it would have been like the closest number two, and yeah. which – is saying something considering the numbers are somewhat lackluster. Um, what's interesting is this was supposed to be a theater release. Uh, Paramount had it as a, the- a theatrical release last year, but because of the pandemic, uh, they sold it to Amazon for uh, 200 million. Oh, and that okay. became their temp kind of, I don't want to say temple, but it, yeah, it, it was one of their, their big, own release essentially Big yeah. push to get more prime subscribers. Like, but who's not on prime really? I, I mean, didn't. legit. Like, it would, <laughs> if you're not, I don't know. It would be weird if I know somebody that isn't. I don't know that about them, and they probably keep it secret. Yeah, I would keep it secret. <laughs> it's like it's like slaving an AOL address. <laughs> Shout out J Mac. <laughs> <laughs> two in a row, and Chris Viso for that matter. Oh, this no. is wild. I have two friends that have AOL addresses. Wow, what oh, is man. it about this area growing up? I don't know. <laughs> Something they just they just had their parents pay for it for so long. <laughs> you just keep it. They kept getting those free discs. They get all those. Well, they got probably get a bunch of like things that signed up for it. They're like, I just can't get rid of all the spam I get. What is it about Darian that is stuck back in the art in the in the old ages? Because uh, so far, you know, we played a little golf today in the local course, and it, it's from the fifties. It's from yeah, it, it definitely <laughs> felt like nineteen fifty eight or whatever. This I, bet, was established. I bet. I bet. I'm not going to throw him under the bus, but I bet Carriage Green says an AOL address. <laughs> <laughs> Probably, let's be honest. Um, but but yeah, I mean, this just look this this checks a lot of my boxes. Um, so that's why I I, I did enjoy it. Are right, we still like, doing yeah. phrasing or <laughs> phrasing? <laughs> I don't get it. It's all good. Oh damn it! This is an Archer reference. Sailed <laughs> sailed right past. You. I'm I'm O for the day here. <laughs> something's off, something's off. His golf game was off, and yeah. his jokes are off. Well, first of all, I think my jokes are on. I think the audience is off. <laughs> That's possible. My golf game is off too, but uh, it checks a lot of boxes for me because uh, Chris Pratt. Yeah. First of all, first and foremost, Chris um, Pratt. I think I could. I, he could pretty much be in anything, and I'm probably gonna Do probably gonna think, enjoy it. Here's my question: Do you think 
I've liked Chris Pratt since Parks and Rec. Parks and Rec. I yeah. mean, pre-action, mm-hmm. no foreseeable future in action roles. No, you looked at him and you were like, Role, Andy Dwyer's right. just chubby, lovable. Right. Guy. So big fan. Um, definitely not trying to like be like I found him or anything. I mean, yeah, but I I liked him in what kind of his first known role. It's fair. Do you feel like he doesn't have a ton of range in terms of what he does? Like. He works as the lead, but like, isn't he the same in the Jurassic yeah. world as he is in as Guardians, Guardians of the Galaxy as this? Like, there's not a ton there, like, right? Like, he can be, he has a little bit of the ability to be, f- uh, to throw in a, some comic relief while he's talking because he's got a little sarcastic action. Sure. Big fan. But I was thinking it while watching it, and I don't know that he's got a wide range necessarily. And I'm not faulting. Look, yeah, you no, don't, I, I, you don't I need exactly. one. No. Yeah. But I just. No. That's he could have been funnier it. in this, I feel like. And that's not it's through no fault of his own. It's just I think the Guardians stuff um, is written better. So sure. it allowed him, allowed him to be funnier. But I, I was going to say, like, yes, I I think he was he did more than a passable job here. Yeah. Um, and then the, the sci-fi element of everything here, I, I appreciate. But, it you know, it just borrows a lot Do you from think he Terminator. Just, he you know? play, yeah, clearly. Do you think he plays well as, like, kind of that everyman with rat with six pack abs. Well, well, that was that was a little bit of my problem with this. Like, I feel like they would have tapped him as an early goer, like right. being you know having war experience, and then he he clearly was the was the one you know the biology teacher that you just knew he was going to be the guy that was going to you know like save, save everything. save it yeah save everything. So it's like he probably should have been tapped a little bit earlier. Um, well, I was kind of curious about that just because like tapping him, and you know they alluded to the fact. Do you think, and this is, we can dive deep here. Yeah. Do you think the, were they, I'm trying to, there's multiple questions here that I have. Yeah, time travel element, which I don't know if you want to go down there yet. Let's get there in a minute. But like, before that, do you think they're, were they specifically looking for people who were going to be dead in a short amount of time? Like, here's our pool. Yeah. We only want the people and they kind of they kind of touched on that yeah. like you said you you checked our criteria too. Right. So yeah. it was like and they pulled up the de- they showed the death certificate type thing. So I'm like I feel like that was you know they they did have a different pool of people. It wasn't the, the population yeah. Yeah. so to speak, but it was to avoid the paradox, right? Ish. See, yeah, go go ahead cuz I feel like I was expecting there's there's a diff- bunch of different time travel yeah. movie I'm um, guessing time travel fanatics would tear this movie. Yeah, apart. Oh, yeah. and that's and that's what we, we could do that a little bit because like I always thought it was going to be the whole everything that's happened has already happened right. type thing, like in Tenet, right? That where we, we talked about that movie where you know there wasn't any going back and forth. But they played they played with that too much, and I wasn't sure what the the ethos of this movie or whatever the the rules of right. this movie's time travel were until too late. I feel like and that that kind of took away from me a little bit, but that's because I'm a sci fi time travel geek. Yeah, but well, well, how did you read it? Read it. Well, I it was funny because when they said when they're sitting there and they're explaining it, like you're going forward, and the reason we're taking you, like you said, was because you're dead. So then you're not going to run into your future self. And then all the people that they were training them hadn't been born yet. So, you know, they're not going to run into their past selves. But I just laughed when they said, like, oh, yeah, you can't travel back and forth through time. Like, or time only flows one way. And I was like, no, Tenet told us the other way. Like, <laughs> it's a it's a weave. Like, it goes back and forth. So I just, I thought that was funny. And then we had, there was a t- technicality. Of course, you can have several. But uh, I enjoyed, like, the way that they kind of did it and how yeah. you had, like, you know, the 30 year gap and you could only jump to that portion. And right. Then come it's like back. a raft. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I got that one. Explained fine, you know, like, well, and, and, so that was the thing. It's like, aren't Johnny, you touched on it. The, you're not 
by having people who weren't alive 30 years in the future, you eliminate the possibility of running into yourself. Totally get that part. Makes sense. However, by then having 30% of them come back to present day, that then causes has its own issues that I feel like they kind of just left open-ended enough to where they just didn't even need to explain it. And then that's what left me saying, like, aren't they messing then, messing up the time? Like The time stream just changes. by having yeah. him talk to Muri, that would have been acknowledged had it been, you know... I don't know. It's, it's just, going. It, 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 there has to be a, a multiple worlds explanation here, which they didn't even touch on, and, that, right. and that's fine. And you know, it's all fine and good. The only thing is, the thing that bothered me was that he was so you know distraught about, and that was the drama of the movie, right? Distraught about losing his daughter in the future. The um the actress that you love, Brady Ivan Strakowski, Strakowski, whatever. But yeah. Sarah from Chuck. Sarah from Chuck. Sarah there you go. From Chuck. Um, so like, Big it's fan. just like. I just didn't know where they were going to go with it. And I'm like, are, like, why is he so like, he's got the, the serum and they got plenty of time. Like, why are we, why are we like fixated on what, you know, losing that in the future? And I get it. It's hard to lose your, lose your kid. You're right. And, and you know, they, they tied it up fine. It's just like, to me, it's just not as clean, quite as clean and good as when it was done in, you know, in Terminator and Terminator two and, and really, really any of the Terminator movies, but no, not, I shouldn't say any, because <laughs> those are the only two good ones. <laughs> and then what, what'd you guys think of the, uh, the creature? The or the alien, the whole concept of what what do they call them? White spikes. White spikes. White, white spikes. spikes. Kept thinking white felt, stripes. Yeah. <laughs> didn't didn't like the like, name initially. No, no, but they throw the spikes, yeah. and that's kind of a cool. That was thing. a neat and, a neat facet that they have an endless supply of uh, yeah. death daggers. Yeah, but yeah, I and they seem to like vary in terms of deadliness. Like you'd feel like at first that they were like gonna, unstoppable, unstoppable, and then yeah. and then later on they were less less so. And that that last one, I mean, it, they did they ran it through the gamut of yeah. ways to kill it. It's like it's gonna fall off a cliff. We're gonna explode it. We're gonna <laughs> blow its face off. We're, we're gonna, gonna tear this off. And stab then it in the arm. Yeah, yeah. Finally, do it this way. And that that's fine, fine and good. Just a lot of like faults. Like, okay, it's, is it dead yet? Is it dead yet? No, I, I yeah, and I actually kind of liked it. I yeah. you know it jumping around a lot. Obviously, yeah. I mean, they he jams it in the tentacle and it bites its tentacle off in order to stay alive. And I was right. like. Hell yes! Like I mean, that was kind of like exhilarating. Yeah, because you think, okay, it's they got it, you know, it's over. But nope, they uh, it 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 didn't want to die. Red belly. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we were watching that and we were enjoying. Again, we enjoyed it as well. We enjoyed you know the humor. We thought, yeah, obviously you can punch it up. You know, some of the some of the jokes were corny and you knew where they were going. But but you but we say that. But like we talked about this with the fatherhood episode. Like this was a, this movie was funnier than fatherhood. Yes. Yeah. Starring a, a one of the funniest comedian. people on yeah. the planet. This movie was funnier, and it like it. That's how bad that movie failed. And I, I'm not trying to like dig beat that horse into the ground, but like. I was thinking about that because I was like, I laughed audibly like numerous times and I was like, this is funnier than the movie we were talking about that like should have had that like somehow failed. It's crazy to me sometimes like how bad writers can be at bringing the humor, like how they can't find a joke what, when you, it was so easy. It seemed like whenever they needed one here, it was like, oh, good, great comic relief, you know? Yeah. And, uh, and Chris Pratt had it. J.K. Simmons had it. Uh, Sam Richardson had it. Uh, <laughs> Your boy. I was going to say, we haven't gotten to him yet. <laughs> Uh, but I mean, but they were they they delivered. I mean, and it was it was maybe it's the actors, but I think it's the writing. And I it it stood out to me at how easy it was to just get a quick laugh. Didn't need to t- overtake the scene. It just was 
a good amount of levity and they nailed it. They kept yeah. nailing it over and over again. And I thought there was some good the tension. I mean, even yes. when they're trying to get that red belly, the mom or the excuse me, the female into the cage, like that was ten I mean, I was per, you know, yeah. you knew they weren't gonna kill her, but like it was I thought it was a really tense yeah, scene. Like action. I was kinda like edge of edge of my seat, like there's a lot going on here. And, and I I would say even before that, when they got dropped onto the the high rise. Well, I mean, I guess and it's too bad he was. Good thing he wasn't two feet to the left, <laughs> right? Although I swear on his trajectory, he sure looked like he was hitting hitting the cement, hitting and then it was right, just like yeah. right into the water. <laughs> but uh, when they're going down the stairs, like that was tense, and they're like sitting there in the stairwell, and I did enjoy the the humor with Sam Richardson when you know his reaction was shit, 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 shit <laughs> as he's shooting this thing as it's coming at you because. You know, he's not a soldier. Like that yeah. would be his reaction. Yeah. He'd be freaking out. I thought he I thought he did nail kind of every aspect of what it would be like to be just an every every man yeah. in that situation where cracking jokes. Like basically if Brady was <laughs> if Brady was thrown in that situation, he would he would make the same kind of wise cracks just to kind of break the tension but also be scared shitless. And definitely you know? have hid and somehow yeah. made it through. <laughs> 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 and that's that's how I made it. I, I actually laughed a lot when uh, the two like two like the people you may recognize bit bit players, but the, it was uh, she's like, "What's your name?" He's like Nora. Like, What's your name? He's like, he's like Nora. I mean uh, uh, Steve Cowan. <laughs> like, that for some reason that made me laugh a lot. Where do you know that actress from? Couple things. Oh, top of my head, I definitely know her, Martin. No, I you don't even know you which one know you're her? talking about. The actress I, I, is I Mary Lynn Rice. What's her last name? Mary Lynn Rice Cub. She died early. She like when they first dropped, she was like yeah. talking to him, and then she she essentially held tried to hold him off while they escaped the bombing. Oh yeah. Oh, I think she's what's her name from uh, Twenty Four, right? Oh, I don't. I, don't I haven't watch watched those episodes, Chloe. but I know of her, Chloe from. And 24. I didn't watch Twenty Four. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I didn't either. But I know everyone like loved her character because I only watched the first season of Twenty Four, and she wasn't in it yet. Yes, right? she was. She was. Yep. She was in the, okay. So she was that. That was. Oh, is was. that what she's most known for? That's then? what she's most, most known for. Um, but it's funny because she's also a comedic actor. So yeah. when you know, you it's see, funny. Yeah, she was in a movie we did. Yeah, she was in Little Miss Sunshine. Oh really? Yeah, she was, she the, was the pageant, pageant coordinator. Or, yeah, at the very end. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. As soon as I saw that, it, it dawned on me. But I was, it, yeah, twenty four. I clearly it looks like that's what she's known for. It's always sunny. Yeah, Gail yeah. the snail. <laughs> <laughs> or is that Gail the snail? That makes more sense. Um, sorry. <laughs> I mean, it's always sunny. It's always good. <laughs> and yeah, it keeps coming back. Yeah. Did you like how it kind of? It was kind of like a few different movies, like all rolled in one. Yes. Like you had like. The sci-fi action and the action, and then you had, like, the drama, and then you had, like, the... It stole from a lot. Yeah, it, like, pulled a bunch of movies. And do you feel like that's just what they're doing? Is like, they're just going to say, hey, this movie's got to cover every base. Like, we got to cater to everybody. Like you're saying, it's it's a a little comedy, a little drama. I don't doubt that's what they're trying to do. A little action, a little sci-fi, a little... Which, I guess, time travel sci-fi, too. Um, Yeah, it's... I'm fine with that, because it's still an original idea. I mean, I guess it's... We've always we talked about this many times. Like it's pulling from a lot of different influences, but you still come up with something that's not you know uh, based on a, co- a comic book. So I'm I'm okay with that. I'm all I'm all for people people making. It's these hard kinds to be creative. It's hard to be super creative. <laughs> yeah, but I think like you know, again, you don't have to compare. But for for me, the better the better movie with tomorrow in the title is like Edge of Tomorrow <laughs> with similar <laughs> creatures. And that that one I I just recently rewatched with uh, with Matt and Mike. It. And it, it, it held up. It's fun. It it's nothing so but fun. fun. And Emily Blunt's amazing <laughs> yes, in please. it. Tom Cruise never, you know, doesn't deliver. And um Bill and, Paxton. And yeah. 
Yeah, there you go, Bill Paxton in it too. So, but you know, again, you don't have to compare. And this was this was good in and of its uh, its own right, in its own right. But I, th- th- that movie was just like the the sci fi movie with tomorrow in the title that I prefer. Yeah, <laughs> we should talk about our fave, J.K. I mean, as so, soon as I saw him in the even the trailer, even in I didn't even see him in. I think the I saw trailer. him in the trailer. I just saw that his name was attached to it, and I was like, great. I mean, yeah. But so you know, they I don't know if you saw a couple years ago where there was like. On like the gram, uh, there was like pictures of him being jacked. He was like lifting, and it, it like kind of went viral for a hot minute. It was like I think I did old see J.K. Yeah. with like jacked arms and a beard. That was the inspiration of him being cast. The director like remembered it, <laughs> and they were like he approached him and said, "Can you get jacked again? We want." Did you notice in the movie that they he kind of the first time they showed him, he was like tight, out, tight guns tea, out. Uh, and then they, then he's tank topped up and he's, I mean, he was showing. Well, it seemed a little, a little jacked in whiplash too, like at least fit. And that know? I think was right, right before this right. all, that whole thing happened. And so they approached him and were like, can you get jacked again? We want you to have like the big bushy beard. And, and I mean, essentially what he was and he did. And it was, and they literally the other cast members were like, dude, it's crazy. He's super jacked. <laughs> I, he seems to be, to me, like one of the actors that's just having a lot of fun with his like late age. Total late success. Late success. Yeah. yeah. Just like he's like, yeah, I'll take your farmer's insurance money. Oh, I sure. Bet, I'll, I'll play I bet this that, movie. By the way, I bet that's stupid money. Stupid money. <laughs> yeah. Stupid money there. And then just do these awesome movies. He's got, again, Whiplash, the indie movie, Cred. But they're good. They're great. And he's good in it. And, and he's good in it and all that. So he's just, I just think he's, he knows he's, un, he's tapped into something that yeah. I think few of us have. <laughs> But he was he was a great dad, and obviously, uh, you know, they were remedying a relationship and all that. And he was uh, he, he he played the perfect kind of recluse government, yeah, you know, anti government. Well, I guess dad slash grandpa. I, I I thought it was great, and I literally almost I got almost emotional when they at the. I mean, I knew it was coming too, yeah. but he introduced him to the grand the granddaughter. And I mean, yeah, that stuff now just like kills me. Yeah, totally <laughs> does. And I and you know when we talked about doing this movie, I had no idea that that was going to be an, such a big element totally. of it. The you know the the dad aspect of this movie that that we can talk about. No, but, I, we, um, but it also yeah, that was also nice that they you know they just tied in because Chris Pratt's character blamed his dad for for not being around and then he finds out later on that he he does the same thing in right. whatever in in, in like and just kind of disappears it wrecks him yeah i mean it, yeah, it, it, it like, wrecks i him. think yeah. destroys him the idea that he could be that he could do that that he could essentially emulate what he despised about his dad was just yeah. it, it wrecked him and, and i think that was awesome and i think it was again you're getting into the time travel aspects where it's like so He's about to change that entire dynamic. So, aren't you then messing up all the timelines? Right. So you didn't. <laughs> is right. she not going to MIT now? Right. And this, like, all of this stuff is, you know, right? Because would she wouldn't? Yeah. Cause right. She didn't, the, no. There's no reason for her. She to doesn't now. have that motivation right. where she's. But the but oh. the the aliens, the monsters, are already killed. So it doesn't matter. Yeah. She, right. That's what she, I'm saying. Is she working at a gas station? I mean, what? Like, <laughs> Miri? Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. maybe Just digging holes, cutting cables. <laughs> And that could end up in a in a worse spot. Such a too, random right? tidbit, by the way. Right. Is there something I was missing there with that cable? Random. You don't need that at all. It's such a throwaway. No, I think it was just showing him that that they're just digging in the backyard. Yeah, randomly. But like, I don't know. That just that that actually did jump out to me. It's like he cuts the cable. I was like, well, that's not supposed, it's supposed to be way lower. I'll give you twenty bucks not to tell or ten bucks not to tell your mom. I was like, oh, okay, yeah. that meant I didn't, nothing. I just forgot about uh, like it, what you were talking about until it now. Should yeah, I be. That. Is there did that nothing about that came back? 
It just, I don't know. Just building the type of character, uh, type of dad. Right. Character building the relationship. Off, the relationship. Showing that he's a good, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then that's, I mean, yeah. Mom's like, what? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I thought, I, I thought he, both the dads in this, in this movie just, yeah, played, played it good. And I think Chris Pratt is a dad. I like when he was sitting with his daughter and, on the couch and, you know, she comes up and snuggles him and comforts him and tells him like, dad's everything's gonna, dad, everything's gonna be okay. And he's just like, why are you saying this I thought to that me? Was, like, I love that. I, love I thought that, that was really good for that part alone, but yeah. also because I feel like it was the unspokenness between like the mom knowing that like they, this is like a mess in the whole thing. Like everything he wanted like has fallen apart, but like not you're trying, you have a party going on. You can't really like get into it and like watching the daughter, which I feel like is so, so accurate where it's like you can, they can negate like the worst day of your life. 100%. Because like just by their casual conversation because it did just bring it to a different perspective. I mean, right. whoever wrote that scene definitely is a dad <laughs> who has a daughter, right? Like it's gotta be because he, he nailed it. And like, that that's... stuff hits I, I, again. I, I've, I've said it before. Like, it just, it hits me so much different than it was. And like, not that that like, uh, yeah, I just, it, it really hit me on me too. different levels. And I think to your point, like we all have daughters and, and I, it could have been a son, honestly, like sure. it, it really could have just, it's just a kid aspect and mm-hmm. the way that they maybe are oblivious to, or they change how you see or how you're feeling if you're upset, mad, whatever the case may be. It's like they can bring you to a completely different place really quick. Yep. Because they just are in a different, they're kind of in a different world. And you obviously are still trying to be a parent, but. Yep. If you um, know, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I agree. They're, they're not focused on like the minute, you know, they're just like, well, this is going well. Let's keep it going. And this is why I'm happy today. And they're not like worried about like all this other noise and stuff. So. I agree. Like you, you see them when they smile or when they run in and, you know, like when you come home from, you know, being away and they're just so excited to see you. And then, you know, five minutes later, like, all right, well, I'm going to go back and do what I was doing. So <laughs> have a good one. <laughs> you get a high daddy and a hug and that's great. That's all you need. Definitely a daily, uh, a daily win. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I had my own, uh, we'll call it take technicality. I caught, I caught a, what I thought was a glaring, glaring miss on their part. They had to save early on. She tells them they really need these 12 blue ampules. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he grabs a 15-pack. Oh, really? So <laughs> There was visibly more than 12, and I stopped oh. it. I was like, am I crazy? Nope. There's 15 there. I was like, I'm confused. Are those the 12? Are there 12 in there? Like, How do they mess that up? How do those things survive? Well, oh, well <laughs> Maybe. how does how do those survive? How does the one that he has when he lands on his stomach, like with the in his hand, uh, you know, yeah. it, there's yeah, there, there's there's a bunch of those that we went through, and, and but they we, outright said she's like, I need you have to grab the twelve blue and people's like got him, pulls him out, fifteen, <laughs> <laughs> three extra. I don't know. <laughs> they were just in the rack. We'll take those as well. Also, that six minutes before the bombing felt like an eternity. <laughs> yes. That felt like the Fast and Furious. Uh, exactly. Like- <laughs> Jed's yeah. like, yeah, it's been twelve minutes, and now we're we got three minutes left. What, what, I always feel like, feel like that, and they're like, they're like, they're just barely ahead, and then somehow everything's still annihilated behind them, but they're just past like the line of fire. Like, well, you no could way. tell it was like we have six minutes, and then they they get into the stairs, and they're all stopped. They're like, <laughs> I mean. We're going to run out of time, like, <laughs> now. Uh, it seems like, I would almost love it, though. Someone r- someone has to have nailed it, right? Like, someone has to have done a movie where they're like, you have five minutes, and there's an actual five-minute passing. A timer like, here running. we go. We're going to run an action scene in five. Like, you ha- we've, we've timed it. you got five minutes to run out. You can do it. Make it work. 
that's doable. Yeah, right. Yeah. That's that I is feel, something. I feel like that, our boy Nolan would do it. Somebody has to. real yeah. time, and he probably has. He probably did it a ton in in Tenet. Probably figured it all out. We just never had stopwatches on it, but you know, he had to do it editor. forward and backwards, right? So I'm sure he was he was on it. Yeah, well, when you're running it backwards, you gain time. So <laughs> <laughs> that's how he's able to keep it going. I, I would love to. Uh, I would love to at least be cognizant of it happening in the moment where you're like, "Yes, they they did it. They did what we always I'm, call." I'm with out. you. I feel like it would it would probably help a lot of action movie just sequences to be just telling me got twelve. What does six minutes matter to me if I'm watching? If you tell me you got twelve, that still seems like a low amount of time, right? <laughs> and if the whole scene only takes three minutes to, to, to yeah. film or whatever, like if it's just- it just feels that you can make that work. Like why set the bar so low and then watch me watch it be triple that? Yeah. <laughs> be very unbelievable, right? Yeah, There's no reason. It, it for seems it. like it's very doable. Should we talk more about Yvonne? Sure. <laughs> I'm a big fan. I'm a huge like back to Chuck Jelani. Yes. I know you're a Chuck fan. Do you even watch Chuck? Martin, I watched did you? a little bit of it. Yeah. Okay, so that was I was always a big fan. She was. Very attractive, but mm-hmm. also kind of out of nowhere, I think, at that point. Yeah, and then yeah, she's never really else. done a ton of stuff, but I was like thrilled to see her. And I think she, I actually thought she did a really, really good job. There was some emotional. Se- oh, Martin's not in. Yeah. Um, I mean, she was, she was fine. I, I, f- I feel like there wasn't a lot of meat on that bone, but Jen watched um, the miniseries or short run show that she did where she was like, a, like she was in a, like an Australian prison or something like that. Stateless. Yeah, stateless. That's her most known for. And it says miniseries. That's the only reason I asked. Yeah. And uh, she said that was really good, too. I'm in. I'm in on Australian miniseries. That sounds like a winner. Yeah, she's I'll, Australian. I'll it. it sounds like she's in The Handmaid's Tale, but I don't watch that. Not clearly. me either. No. Everyone says it's great. I don't have Hulu. I read the book, <laughs> believe it or not. <laughs> well, everyone that listens to this book. <laughs> <laughs> we had to read it in college, actually, at Iowa. So. Those who don't listen believe you. Yeah. <laughs> Margaret Atwood. But anyway, I'm, uh, I've always been a big fan. I... Like I said, I think she's very attractive, but also I think she uh, she does a good job. So I was but happy to I, see I'm, her. I'm happy to see. I was happy to see her too, just for the fact that seeing new people in action movies. You know, again, like you said, Chris sure. Pratt's been doing it a, a, a while, and he delivers. But it's it, it was nice to see him when he was the new guy, and you know, seeing Sam Richardson and then sure. her in this is better than you know just someone that you've already seen in, yeah. a, in an action No, that's movie. a good so call. So I, I like that. It just expands the people that can do these things. I like also that it was, you know, over a strong female lead, but I mean it was she was a huge part of the of the movie and also not because of the situation. I, we we want to talk explain the situation. They didn't really hide it. It's not even hidden in the IMDb if you want to look at it, but like No, what do you mean? That she's his daughter. Yeah, right. right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So And you called you guys called that right away, right? It's yeah. not yeah. hard. Yeah. It's not, it you know like, he's gonna see his daughter in the future. Well, like, we just watched what was the Clooney movie where you know he's talking right. it's like it's like I immediately I was like, Oh yeah, no, this well. <laughs> and I felt it was a kind of like an inner to me it reminded me a little sure. bit of interstellar too. The interstellar where she aspect. becomes, yeah. So it's like it was good that it wasn't just like it wasn't like a love you have to deal with like the nonsense of like a love interest type yeah. thing where he you know like I feel like that's the more common yeah right trope. he falls in love with somebody from the future right and, then... and now he's attracted to this person now it's just like that whole thing is negated because now you're talking about a father daughter aspect I actually liked it because of that it there was a good dynamic and you know they, they kind of slow played it with not wanting to talk about it and then she kind of just erupted and explained everything and. Or at least a lot of it, and yeah. I just I, I I thought they it was well done in that regard. Yeah. So the one question I had was, so the the queen and all of the I'm going to call her the queen because she was just the sure. female, the, the female. only female. Yeah. Were they the only ones on the planet? Because it looked like the area was like Miami, then Dominican Republic, then the Bahamas, right? That's where they were located. Yeah. 
right? Oh, I think they they made a spread from from up there in in Russia, right? Right. So they started. In, they even said it went from like Russia to right because they go back and they figure out where it originated from, right? In present day, but it's like. Don't you think if that's decimating the entire population that they'd have to be more spread out and there'd be more than like one female? Yeah, for yeah. sure. No, I, did, the, I it, didn't think about that. I, I don't know. It, it seemed to me like it spread from that that one spot, and I just heard them say that, so I didn't really think about it in terms of. But you think about like a queen from? bee or, or you know something like that or whatever. And I mean, I think yes, the odds are at that point when the globe has been overrun that there is probably. More than likely, one female. Or were all of the ones in the in the spaceship were they females? No, it was just no, the, the just one the that one. escaped. Yeah, really. That, was and just that seemed one. to be her. Okay. Uh, okay. Based off the facial like redness, yeah. Yeah. and yeah. so I think there's a chance it was, but it was. Uh, I agree. Not well explained necessarily, but uh, it was more than likely that they the Multiple way they presented females. it. It would seem like there should be more than one. They yeah. presented it as if she was kind of like the main. The only. It'd be one. weird that she was there. If anywhere, no, very right. very aliens esque, right? Like, exactly, right. The one the one female that that uh, Ripley has to get just rid didn't of. seem like it scaled properly. Yeah, so, but I enjoyed it again. It I was... didn't call that ending, by the way. Um, like I mean, just like just that it was when they were doing the whole thing with Martin in the classroom. <laughs> oh, you didn't see the vo- oh, I was yeah, like, just... the volcano's coming for yeah. sure. Oh, Jen and I were sitting there like that's coming back. <laughs> I was oh, not, I didn't say it then, but later on when they were like trying to figure it out, I was like volcanoes guys. I'm like volcanoes. Volcanoes well, is definitely that, happening. I guess, I guess I didn't I didn't what I'm saying I should have called it, but I didn't was that they were here all along, right? That they were buried sure. in the snow. Nope. Like I, I as they were talking about it, I'm like, "Okay, yeah, that's where they're going to go with it, but only like a second before they said it." Yeah. I definitely um, appreciate I really really love that they were looking for an anomaly in the snow and then came across the magnetic field and were baffled that there would be something. I know. That was what I was like, too. this is literally what you're looking for. Yeah. <laughs> you were outright saying, we want to find something abnormal. And in, now you're in the weirded, middle of nowhere. You're weirded like, out by something abnormal. Here? Yeah, I yeah. thought that same thing. Like It was just like a disconnect in, uh, in the script writing or something. But like. I liked uh, just all of that. I mean, it was, they didn't really bother... De- too long with kind of getting getting rid of some of the ancillary characters there that were like all right gone mm-hmm. now we're down to the down to a couple and then obviously the battle with the the female was you know pretty pretty great and a little little over the top a little <laughs> bit a couple times but uh, snowmobile to the head <laughs> yeah, yeah that's yeah, that's what you that's what you want in an action movie so yeah it did it definitely had boy like some said, good comic to, relief throughout yeah, I yeah. mean they still were finding finding wins there yeah bits and bits and pieces from from every genre that you wanted so yeah it's just it wor- it works it worked on on kind of every level not not great in in maybe any of the aspects but really good in, in all of them yeah no i i i was hesitant thinking there's only s- how how good how good is this could this movie even be and i i don't know i enjoyed it i mean as much if you like any sort of alien movie at all i think it's going to be entertaining yeah yeah i also think it's a win for uh amazon because you know the last couple of movies that we've seen from them haven't been great you know without remorse was one that was highly anticipated yeah. and just didn't deliver yep. um and so it was funny because we were talking about that and jen's like what movie is that i'm like the one with michael b jordan where his family gets killed and she's like nah i don't remember i'm like exactly <laughs> <laughs> that's my point Bad kind news. of forgettable yeah so uh you know if they continue to make them like this then well this isn't made that like I said em. they sold buy they, like they bought that buy they paid a they paid a pretty penny for it and i don't know how that would I be mean, 200 million for i mean you're not replacing that in the box office so that's a tough it'll be interesting i don't know how they measure that in terms of a win or not 
but well, Bezos is going to go out and make some some movies out in space. So he'll <laughs> make some sci-fi too. I think it cost him his job. <laughs> <laughs> so there was some remorse. <laughs> but it was, uh, I, you know, I we talked about it. We were trying to figure out what movie to watch, and I felt like it's, this was this, did, in my opinion, did serve as a good. Popcorn, quote unquote blockbuster, blockbuster for uh, for the, you know for the middle of the summer and you know F nine probably is the will win that title in terms of the bo- you know what if, when people look back this at twenty twenty one it's going to be F nine but uh, this one didn't get to the theater but I still thought it was a really really good watch and I'll probably watch it again honestly yeah it, it's worth another rewatch so as always thanks for listening please subscribe rate and review on Apple Podcasts Spotify or wherever you're currently enjoying this podcast. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook by searching our O-U-R Film Fathers. Thanks, and go to bed. Bye.